Daniel's vision of four coming empires and the damage they do bring Daniel to his knees to repent for not only those in his era, but ours as well. Top of the morning to you. When we read the book of Daniel, chapters 7 through 9, with the eyes of love and a firm determination to get to know God better, we see Daniel getting a vision of his own, and with the help of Gabriel, God's angel, he's given the interpretation, along with an assurance in 9.23 that he was greatly beloved. Daniel also got a gift from Gabriel in 9.22, I came forth to give you skill, wisdom, and understanding. The vision was for four great beasts and empires that were to rule on earth. Babylonia under Nebuchadnezzar, Medo-Persia under Darius, Greek under Alexander the Great, and the Roman Empire. Of all the empires, Daniel was most concerned with the Roman Empire. In 7-7, Daniel calls them terrible, powerful, dreadful, strong, different than the others. This, uh, this beast had ten horns representing kings with a smaller horn. 721 says this smaller horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them. In addition to this vision, Daniel was given a glimpse of God in 7-9. The Ancient of Days, Father God, took his seat. His garments were white as snow, hair like pure wool, and um, a throne like a fiery flame with wheels burning in a stream of fire, shooting shooting forth with 10,000 times 10,000 standing before him, judge, judges seated and books open. In 7.13, he described Jesus coming on clouds, reporting to the Ancient of Days, who then presented him with the dominion, glory, and everlasting kingdom. What was David's response to all this revelation? 7.15, My spirit grieved and became anxious, alarmed, and agitated. This... This drove Daniel to repentance in chapter 9. He said in 9.3, He set his face towards the Lord to seek his prayers, to seek him by prayer, fasting, and humbling. His prayer and repentance in this chapter was most complete. O great and dreadful God, who also keeps covenant mercy and love with those who love him and keep his commandments. He repented for all those who were far off and, and near, acknowledging our disobedience. He begs God to cause his face to shine on his desolate sanctuary. The word of encouragement, David's glimpse into the future drove him to his knees, calling upon the one true God for mercy. He acknowledges our sin against God both then and now in the, then and in the future. How much more should be our response to repent and call upon God's mercy as we are now in the midst of the final days awaiting Christ's return? Have a great day.